Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Very special guest in here today. Four-time All-Star with the Raptors out of USC. 2016 Olympic gold medalist. Spent three seasons with the Spurs. Just agreed to a sign and trade with the Bulls. We got DeMar DeRozan in the building. What's going on, brother? Compton legend. Man, appreciate you, man. Thank <laughs> you all for having me, man. all that up? Yeah, 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 yeah. I tried that. <laughs> appreciate it. But Compton High ain't there no more, right? What? Yeah, man, they done tore my high school down, man. Hopefully they put something there, you know, that, that'll represent for sure. You picked the Bulls. You had a ton of different options you could have went to. What, what was it about Chicago that, that got you excited? Um, the talent. Um, obviously, the city, great city. Um, my whole career, I always try to look for a challenge. You know, um, the Bulls hasn't been winning the last couple of years, um, and that's the organization. If you take off and win there, so much could come with that. You know, and the talent there, I've always been a, been a fan of Zach. I think he do in his league to show what he really could do. You know, um, he really hasn't had that opportunity. I want to be a part of that and see Ball, Lonzo Ball go there. Um, I've been a fan of his since high school, growing up here in L.A. And the talent in the court, obviously Vucevic, I played in mm-hmm. college with him. Um, it was just all there. And to me, it made the most sense to go there and kind of be that piece to kind of help and be a part of the chip of the shoulder, you know, all those guys got a chip on their shoulder, me as well. And I just want to come there and kind of put that thing together and just try to take off. Like when you like when you're making that that decision, like what's like what's the most important part of it? You know, because when I played, I didn't actually I didn't have a free agency. You know what I mean? I didn't. I mean, my rookie season. But that was just financial. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, they said I was going to be yeah. starting at the most yeah. money. Yeah. I'm going there. But, you know, my second year, you know, I signed back. And then from there, it was just, you know, one-year deals. Yeah. You know, so for the most part, I didn't, you know, I didn't have that pressure of sitting yeah. here in free agency trying to figure out. So I don't, you know, trying to figure out, like, what is that actual process? This was the first time for me. Oh. <laughs> like, you know, in all actuality, uh-huh. it was it was the first time for me. It was and it was stressful as shit trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Just, you know, you 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 want happiness, you want winning, you want good city, you want good weather, you know, all these things that come into play. You know, you want you want all those things and you kinda just try to you know, find an even kill with each one of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked at the team, looked at the landscape of the team and um, the capability the belief in the players that I seen there, that was one um, city, great city. Um, it do get cold, but I was in Toronto for nine years. I know what to expect when it comes to that. Um, and somewhere I knew I could just go be myself around a, a, a basketball community. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up, obviously everybody was a fan. I know anything about the Bulls, um, that culture. Um, just want to be a part of that. 
and I, it was intriguing for me. You know, it was always easy to run and go, say, I'm going to come home and play. Mm -hmm. You know, they already established. They have what they have here already. You know what I mean? It's always been a been something big for me to go somewhere and, and make something happen here. You know what I mean? That's unexpected mm -hmm. where guys is an underdogs. And once I looked at that, it was, it was a no-brainer. You and Zach, that's going to be... That's going to be a crazy combo, you know, when you think about it. Like, it's just going to be, like, what two and three? I mean, you right, know, you yeah, try to figure, right. like, man. Like. And that's, that's exactly how I looked at it. You know what I mean? With such a question mark, with, with such a high ceiling, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, you know, I, I knew as soon as I made that decision, it was going to be like, oh, the fit this, you know, the whole criticism that come with it, all the bullshit of people who say stuff that never play basketball. Mm -hmm. But for me, I looked at it as a dynamic challenge that could be something special mm -hmm. that definitely will be overlooked in the beginning, but it could turn into something that, that wasn't expected, you know, and that was how I sat back and looked at it, you know, um, especially for me, I'm, I always think of myself as, as a basketball fanatic. I watch everybody, you know what I mean, everybody, um, from the 15th man on the bench to, <laughs> to the starters. That just been me my whole career. So watching him and seeing that opportunity be there and just what you said, it was like me and Zach on the wing. How, yeah. how can this play out? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, and it becomes so intriguing to where it's like I, I couldn't turn down an opportunity. Were those dudes recruiting you at all? Were you talking to Zach yeah. before? I mean, that's that's the kind of thing I always wonder leading yeah. up to free agency. Yeah. It seems like guys now, obviously in college, you're getting the letters and all that good yeah. stuff from coaches. But now it's more players. Nobody wants to be caught up in yeah. tampering and all that good stuff. So Zach hitting you up like, yo, man, you got to come through and do this. We could we could really do something yeah. special. I, it really came from. Um, Busevich. Okay. You know, that was my man. And for years, even when he was in Orlando, we always was trying to figure out, like, man, we need to play together. We need to play together. A lot of times it'd be like, you know, BS. Like, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> right, yeah, right, you know, right. when the opportunity presented itself after he got traded in Chicago, we had a conversation during the season when we played them late in the season. It was like, look, you're a free agent. Let's see what we could do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm going to keep that on my radar. Yeah. You know what I mean? As things transpired. You know, it just started making more and more sense than having my conversation with Zach um, um, and just everything else from there fell, fell, fell into place. The, the funny thing about, like, summer talks with friends, right, we have the best trades ever. Like, oh, yeah. Like, if you let the players put their teams together, oh. man, every, yes. every dynasty. Bro, like, that, but that's the beauty of it. Like, from our perspective, we know that. You yes. know what I mean? And just like the opportunities of just f***ing making up a, a whole trade scenario and playing with guys, it'd be like, it'd be crazy. Like it, you know it's crazy because be it's like we've, we've done talk to each other convinced like, yo, hey, in the summer, we're going to come. Yeah. You talk to the team and they're yeah. like, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes. I, remember, I remember the LeBron situation where he's in Cleveland, right? And D Wade, something he was like, yeah, you know, uh, we 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 on a boat together. We we yeah. talking like so. Yeah. Everybody's thinking yep. like Dwayne's going to to um, the Cavs, yeah. and it was like, ah, uh, yeah, we got Dunleavy for you. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it we done happen. spent eleven days yeah. together yeah. thinking yep. this is about to happen, y'all. Yep. It happened. It's crazy. It's crazy. And the amount of people I I thought I was about to play with, it was it was it'd be crazy. You know what I mean? If, I just, if you, I'm pretty sure you have the same thing. Like if you just go down the list, like yeah, we were supposed to play together. We talked about it. It's, it's like it's crazy. It'd be an all star game. Yes. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Now you mentioned you had you had people talking about the squad, and I saw the same thing. Mm -hmm. This is the thing. I mean, I've seen it across the board. You know, when Russ came to the Lakers, same kind of situation. Like, oh, it's not going to work. It's not going. Like you haven't even played a game yet. You know, looking at Lonzo, looking at Levine, like what what excites you the most about being able to play with those guys and that three-headed monster? Um, one, with Lonzo, he hasn't fully blossomed into his potential. You know, um, his IQ on the court is is it's incredible. You know, um, him being a point guard general that he is, his tendencies on the floor is amazing. You know, and it's just been a rocky few years of him coming to the lead and now finally, you know, being compensated, knowing where you're going to be, somebody believing in you. Now you can kind of like feel free and really be yourself, you know. So with him being now, being there, that opened it up. And like I said, with Zach, it's, you know, he just played on the Olympic team. I know the confidence you leave mm -hmm. from an Olympic team, you know, after you play with, just being around those guys, which you carry over to that following season is, is incredible. You know, you, you have more of a winning mentality, work ethic. You know, you really want to get after it, you know, because you feel like you belong. Mm -hmm. And him being a part of that, knowing what that's like and carrying that over to the season, it's like, how can you beat that? That was so funny is people don't, like, people don't really understand when you're on that Olympic team and you're playing against this group, like, I had the, I had the selfish mentality, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at LeBron, Melo, Bosh, Chris Paul, Joe Johnson, mm -hmm. right? Dwight. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, I really get to test my talent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? So yeah. I'm using that just to, like, if you can't stop me, yeah. this season's yeah. easy. So yeah. when I got back, I'm on, I'm on God mode. Yeah. Like, I'm looking like, yo, yeah. I, was, I was giving them yeah. business out there. Yeah. I wasn't playing. I don't even care about the plan. Yeah, it don't matter. It, that don't matter. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. had to see me in yeah. practice. I yeah. was a villain in practice. Yeah. And then that that was when I came, because I just missed the free throw, so, you know, yeah. a little chitter-chatter yeah. about the free throws. Yeah. So all that. So when I went into, when I got back to the States, my confidence was just off was, the chain. Yeah. I just felt invisible. Yeah. So my train, my training stepped up. Like, it was just a whole thing. And I, like... Like, I know how that yeah, feels because it, it happened. And it's real. Cause, it's real. And I, it's real. when I looked at it, and I, it just took me back. When I was playing the Olympics, like, when I first, my first 10 games, I I, I was averaging damn near 40. You know what I mean? Yeah. Afterwards. But it, it's just what you said. You're around these guys. Even if you don't play that much, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, you just know. And your mind, your mental... Everything is just different. Your swag, just everything is completely different, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So, so what's it like you just practicing in those situations, going up against those guys? Like, what, what kind of stuff are you taking away from dudes you're going up against? Everything. Okay. Everything. You know what I mean? Even me, it was a lot of times, you know, we, we have practice. we just be playing and a lot of guys, are, you know, work out after practice. And I used to just sit on the side. And I just used to watch, like, certain tendencies, certain mm -hmm. players did, you know, um, they work at the, this. Uh -huh. You know, you just find any... <laughs> miscellaneous <laughs> anything yeah. you could take from it and it carries over to where it's like all right all right well we practiced for this long he got tired at this point all right now i know fourth quarter if we playing 
I ain't gonna get tired because I know yeah. I know his go-to move when he mm-hmm. gets tired. You know what I mean? Just so much so much that goes into it that you carry over. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, you believe it. Yeah, you know what I sure. mean? So your confidence is out the roof. You know what I mean? So now it's like ain't nobody stopping me. This is what it, I mean, I've been around eleven other best best players in the world. Y'all was just sitting at home chilling. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like so like what's what's the funnest part of that experience for you? Like off the court, hanging out with guys, like just seeing their personalities, um, like that dynamic. Yeah, probably probably just the trash talking. You know, you you kind of get a different element of of guys, you know, talking trash and necessarily don't even gotta be about basketball. You know, what I mean, if you're playing cards, if you know you playing video games, you know, just kind of like you know, you really get in a different element with guys that you normally don't see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we always co- competing against each other. But you could realize, like, you know, like, like, Gilbert funny as a motherfucker, man. You know what I mean? Like, damn. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you just, you see a different part of players that you kind of, you know, you you understand, like, damn, this is really a journey. And, like, that's going to last a, last a lifetime with these guys. You know what I mean? And that kind of stick with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's, that's, that's actually the longest, like, outside of basketball when you, like, group up. Yeah. The Olympic team is the longest that the you're long, actually yeah. around someone. Yeah. You know, when it comes to all-star games, it's it's, yep. it's a quickness yeah. in and out. Yeah. But you know, like you in the Olympics, y'all yeah. traveling together, y'all yeah. practicing together, y'all chilling together at the hotel, y'all yeah. trying to find yep. party to go to at night, whatever. So you you really get a sense, like, you know what? You, you ain't as cocky as you look yeah, on TV, yeah, bro. Yeah, you, yeah. You're a goofball, right? right? Yeah, you fucking yeah. goofy. And then, you know, like, same thing with, like, Dwight. Like, bro, all, you just, you in Atlanta, you just want to dance all right, day. Right, yeah. That's yeah. all you want to do, just yeah. sweat sweat in the room, just dancing, yeah, bro. Like, yeah. like you, so you really get to know, like, who's who. Yeah. Like, you just understand, because it's, it's more of a family feel now instead of that that rivalry where y'all just yeah. looking at each other sideways. Yeah, yeah. Like, like... <laughs> If you don't want to name names, you don't have to. But who's a guy who's game like big time, you know, player? But when they get into cars or video games, they're just getting smacked by everybody. Who they getting smacked? Who is it? <laughs> I mean, we had a lot of them. <laughs> they got a lot of them. We had a lot of them. That's why I mean, you know, you you yeah, one of the greatest basketball players. I know. In the world. I know the wor- I know yeah. the worst person who can hold their hand. Mello. Okay. Mellow's yeah. like little kid when he get good yeah. cars, boy. That was oh, yeah, a, yeah. They get the oh, giggling yeah, yeah, and yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah. Ah. You, can, you can tell with Mellow. You can, he ain't got the greatest poker face. You, you can know tell what with but, I mean, everybody, everybody. Like, you know, it, it becomes more of a, you know, it just becomes more of a game. You know what I mean? Because you kind of let your guards down from hooping. You yeah. know what I mean? So you just see it. You know what I mean? Everybody comfortable to the point to where it's like, you know, I'm a jokester. I'm this. I'm this. I'm. You just see it. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of it. At the same time. For sure. Man, you get to see. That's what I said. You get to see the real. Yeah. You get to see the real person. Yeah. Like you know, when we're on that court, we're trying to show as less emotion as we yeah. possibly can. Yeah. So we're gonna come off different. Yeah. You know, when we're just sitting there chilling, hanging out, you you really get the sense of what the person's really yeah. like. Yeah. Like so, when people are like, man, that dude's cocky. Like, nah, that's that's yeah. just the TV thing. Yeah. He just got to do that for the yep. TV. That's just yep. the like he's real chill outside. Yeah, <laughs> you sure. know, when them cameras come on, it's just that, that's that's what gets yep. him going. But yeah. off the camera, that dude's chill. Yeah, uh, that's that's a wild thing. Obviously, winning that gold medal. Where does that rank in terms of basketball accomplishments for you? Um, I mean, he's number one. I mean, 
One, I never in my life, like growing up, I never thought like, oh, I want to be a part of the Olympics. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you see the Olympics now on such a, a great scale because it's so publicized. But growing up, you know, the Olympics, you know, who I wasn't 18 years old getting up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning trying to watch the Olympics. Yeah. I didn't even have cable to even know what the Olympics is. The Olympics is such a prestige thing because it's 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 out there now. You, yeah. know, you got social media. You you see everybody that's iconic that go play in the Olympics and make 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 a change in the world. So I never thought I'd be a part of the Olympics. So being able to have a gold medal in the Olympics, um, shit. To this day, I still don't believe it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, it's definitely an honor. It's probably one of the best times in my basketball career that that I had. Just being with guys. Like I, I remember being in the moment when we went to Rio. And we were sick because we had to stay on the boat. And I just got tired of feeling the boat rock every night. Like, <laughs> even was that really going, Was that oh, really man, going it was, on? Yes. Yeah, it was same, like, yeah, I don't mess with You know what I mean? Like, I it was sick. like, it was just so much going on. But I remember as soon as we won, we walked away from it. It was like, damn, like, that was the best time of my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just being with guys, playing cards, talking talking trash, you know, just 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 the whole nine. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It was it it made it worth it. Like I do it I do it all over again. Just looking at this Olympics, this squad, they dropped a couple games early. I think Pop took a lot of heat for that. Just just looking at it, your, your last three season with the Spurs with him, do you think he got a lot of unnecessary slander with this squad? Obviously still end up winning gold. Was it a little too much going into it from fans um, and, and critics? I mean yeah, but uh, one thing I know about Pop, Pop don't give a shit. <laughs> Long, long as, as long as you get the job done, he don't care. You know what I mean? And and sometimes, you know, you need a little adversity. You know what I mean? Adversity gonna come. And all the people saying we was gonna lose, like it's come on now. It's just those guys know and understand the moment. You know? We are we are the greatest. Like yeah. if we want to go out and assemble a team to win by fifty, we can. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. Like we don't we don't the dream team yeah. style. Like you gotta remember the dream team took. The two best players in every position, yeah. and then added Magic Johnson and mm-hmm. Larry Bird. You know, so it was a whole veteran team going out there yeah. just whooping on people. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. We're trying to put a team that can really, like, hit it together quick. Yeah. yeah. So instead of instead of the superstar saying, "All right, you know what? I'm gonna be a role player for you yeah. guys," they're just gonna go find the role player. Right. And that's and that's more of what we're doing instead of saying, all right, we're just going to put the best 12 out there mm-hmm. and then y'all figure, figure out, out yeah. what it takes to win, yep. which great players do. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's sometimes people overthink that, too. Yeah. Like the great players, you just put them in. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if they all six, five. Mm-hmm. They'll figure they'll yeah. figure they'll out figure what <laughs> who does what and yeah. then go from there. You got guys from other countries talking shit to you in a language you don't understand. You taking that personal? You trying to figure out what these dudes are saying? Are you bothered by it, or does that that rattle you at all? Uh, no, because it. it <laughs> are you just no, cracking you, up? Like you, you gonna get it regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's, it's you don't. You just gonna make whatever you got coming worse for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? You talk all you want. It's just how bad you want this outcome to be. It's up to you, you know what I mean? So if you just be humble about it, just take this letter L and go on. But if you want to be cocky about it, you get your ass whooped. Now you got to hear hear everybody talk shit. So, yeah. okay. you know, it's, it's, it's how it, it don't, don't change from 
talking trash on the court. Because yeah, like, <laughs> well, if I'm from another country and I'm playing y'all, y'all two gentlemen specifically, I'm not gonna say shit. I'm just hey. No, no, I no. Might no, get no. a picture. I might yo. Nah, know. the cocky, the cocky player gonna talk. Yeah, he it's gonna, gonna be somebody. He's gonna see, be somebody that even, talks trash. It, it, a lot of time, it, a lot of players, it be players who don't talk shit. They will do something to you yeah. in a cocky way. They yeah. come up to you, hit you. They do yeah. something to yeah. you. I know, yeah. That's that's their shit talking. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you averaged, you know, career high in assists last year, almost seven assists a game. Are you seeing yourself trying to take on more of like a, a point forward type role with this bull squad, or how you how are you approaching this season? Man, I approach the season like every other season. Whatever the game needs from me, whatever my team needs from me, I'm gonna go out there and figure it out to help win games. You know, I I've never been a player saying I'm gonna go out and do this because the game going you know, you got to adjust to the game. You got to understand and use your experiences when you go out there and, and be able to adapt what's, what's needed. You know, sometimes it calls for spurts of me to be a scorer. Sometimes me be a playmaker. Sometimes me get into the fire line, slow down the game. Um, there's so many elements to the game that you just got to be prepared for. And I think that's just where I'm at in my career, just understanding what's needed throughout the game, you know, um, to try to get the win. Yeah, I agree with that because sometimes I went into my games saying I'm not going to pass the ball. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I ain't passing today. Yeah. But the way they playing me, it's yeah. like, dang, I got 12 yeah, assists. Yeah. I did not want 12 assists right. today. Yeah. <laughs> you, you going now, morning? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. All the time. Yeah. All, all, all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. Right. Like, I, I have those moments, too. You yeah. know what I mean? And be like, man, if I, I'm letting it ride. I don't care if I'm 8 for 29. I'm getting it off. You know what I yeah. mean? But as, as I got older, it's like, all right, I could go. 8 for 12, give me about 15, 16 free throws, have a efficient mm -hmm. night, and give me a, some assists here and here. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just start to manipulate the game as you get older. You know yeah. what I mean? But I for sure had that. <laughs> so you know for your mid-range game, have you felt any pressure? Obviously, it's become a three-happy league. No. At whatsoever. Because I noticed the last three seasons, you shot way less threes than yeah, you did I, the previous I'm, three. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I always, one thing I always hate, people always say, Oh, I can't shoot threes. I choose not to shoot threes. It's a difference. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I always felt like I could get to my spot, get to the rim, get fouled, or playmate for somebody else. That's a three-point shooter. You know what I mean? If you're not stopping me doing what I'm best at, why should I revert to what everybody else is doing? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's just... That's just my basketball knowledge of understanding. Like, I'm, I'm gonna get to my spot. I'm gonna get my shot off. I'm in this. I'm in this. Not to knock nobody who do it. It's a beautiful thing. Steph, Dame, everybody yeah. do it. But it's like, yo, I've, I've, I'm. Stop me what I'm doing first. Force, force me to mm -hmm. shoot threes. You know what I mean? It's not that I can't do them. I choose not to do them because there's so much more to the game that I feel like I could do. You know what I mean? See, and I think that's where analytics kind of like took its turn and all the teams started saying like, all right, we need 35 threes, we yeah. need this, we like 35 threes, who you got on your team? Right, right. Like who you got on your team that wanna, like, yeah. like so now like your percentage going back cause you got this guy who gets to shoot threes, like he Reggie Miller, yeah. but he ain't Reggie Miller. Right. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, it was one of those things cause we was a, a fast shooting team, mm -hmm. right? So my thing was always like, I remember coach be like, hey, we need to do like, wait, hold on, we're in a penalty. Yeah. Right, we in a penalty. I know you want the two for one, yeah. but he can't stop me from driving. Right. Yeah. So I'm just going. I'm going. Yep. You know. So it's like 27 free throws, this and this, yeah. and I was like, if no one's going to stop you, don't stop yourself. Right. Yeah. Don't do like like if he backs up to the 
the free throw line mm -hmm. for me to shoot it. Like, no, I'm just going to drive to the free throw line. Yep. What are you going to do now? Yeah. You're going to play defense. You're going to back up some more to the yep. baseline so I can make this easy layup. Yep. And I, but I guess we're so caught up in the highlight of it. Yeah. Shooting threes, 33s, 43s, mm -hmm. that, you know, it, it became so normal instead of just saying, if someone can't stop you doing what you do, don't yeah. stop yourself. Yeah, don't. Don't, you, you <laughs> don't stop yourself. But Rip Hamilton was like that. Yeah. Like, Rip was mid-range all day. Yes. So everybody's like, he can't shoot threes. Yeah. No, he shot. He can shoot three. He just yep. didn't want to shoot three. Yeah. He didn't need to. Yep. It just shows you how, how quick people get caught up in the narrative of, of the whole analytics thing. But you look at the playoffs, when people need a bucket, when <laughs> shit is real. When shit got real. Can't nobody get to a spot to get, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, you look at a Kawhi that's great at what he do, especially late in the playoff. He get to a spot. Mm -hmm. You gotta stop me from getting there. Even even it was it was a game I was watching. Milwaukee was playing Phoenix. Book had I think almost forty. He didn't make one three. It's all mid range. All mid -range. He was getting to his yep. spots, everything. But you know what I mean? It's like you gotta be able to do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Especially in those situations late in the game because you just throwing up threes. You giving the other team opportunity to get out in transition. You know what's you know, so funny? If you if you look at the top tier guys. They all still shoot mid range. Yeah, you got you just got Steph. You just got Steph. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But even even with me, see, it's what you show. It's what they show on TV. Yeah, like yeah. so everyone thought I was just this three point shooter. Yeah. It's like no. Yeah. Like yeah, I hit game winners from yeah. the three. Yeah, I shot threes, but I was a free throw. I was a bandit. Mm -hmm. I just drove. Mm -hmm. Like they had to change yeah. the rules because yeah. of me. Yeah. Like like. That, there was no jump straight up. Yeah. If you didn't get outside that dotted line, mm -hmm. foul. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't even go for free. I wouldn't even go for the layup. You yeah. see, I'm just running right at straight I'm at just driving you. right yeah. at you. Yeah. Bah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> free throw. Yeah. So they had to change the rule to say if a guy's inside, yeah. if he jumps straight up, yeah. then like so I got to the free throw line. So when people talk about, oh, he scored 60. Yeah, I had 20, I shot 27 free throws. Yeah. Yeah. Know what I mean? So like I, I just drove, I posted up. Yeah. Like it, all small guards, I'm yep. posting up. So now the two's on me. So now I can play one on one basketball mm -hmm. my one full flat. Mm -hmm. But because that's what they show on TV, that's what people thought I did. Yeah. Right. So it's like when you look at it, like Kevin Durant still shoot mid range, Kyrie still shoot mm -hmm. like Devin Booker, Chris Paul, like mm -hmm. everyone still actually still shoots does. three yeah. people, but they don't they don't want to show. They don't want to show. It's crazy. So but to answer your question, no, can't. No. Stop me doing this first. <laughs> Stop me doing this first. Stop it, yeah. And obviously, NBA instituted a bunch of new rule changes, you know, to, to, to help change the game. I'm, I'm a fan of that type of stuff. To yeah. be honest, I like watching guys like Trey Harden draw fouls. But I just, you know, I come from a different time where, like, yo, if you don't want to get a foul call to you, then, then don't foul the dude. Right. Don't fall for the jump fake. What do you think about these, these new rules that the league is instituting? I mean, it's just the game is evolving. I mean, I had the opportunity to, to play – through, I don't know how many changes at this point. You know what I mean? I played against Gibbs. You know what I mean? Like, the game has changed so much, and it's a credit to skill set, how smart players are, of just manipulating the game, figuring out different ways how to be creative offensively. Um, it's just it's just a different mindset. You know what I mean? I sometimes I get bored. I watch games from the '80s. Mm -hmm. In USC, I, I used to wonder, like, how did Alex English get a shot off with this? With, what? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, you go, <laughs> you, 
crazy. Like, how'd you, you know, get that off? <laughs> you look 10 years after that, you, you see a, a Michael Jordan being the one player that's just overly athletic, creative, doing crossover, doing moves that you don't see a Clyde Drexler doing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, now you just have so many guys that's just so creative. Skill set is out the roof. Athleticism, everything. You know what I mean? So it, it, it makes the game completely harder. You know what I mean? I really, the way Steph shoot the threes, it's like, is they going to move the three-point line back? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's, that's just where the game is going and it's, it's evolving so much. And it's just credit to the players that's coming into the league. See, I don't think anybody gives credit to players being smart. Right. Yeah. You know, and I, I like it's it's one of those things where, you know, all we have is time. Yeah. You know, this ain't the 80s and early 90s yeah. where, you know, everyone's trying to get to the club party yeah. and you, you don't have the Dennis Rodman yeah. no more. You don't have yeah. the you don't have those yeah. guys like now guys wait, make way too much money yeah. to actually even have that Dennis Rodman yeah. lifestyle. So yeah. all, all it is is studying now. Trying to is. figure out how to get to the next contract yep. and the next contract. So when you're looking at rules and you're getting the rule book and you're looking, all right, okay, so this is what they think is, this is what's legal. He has to have his hands here. And you got the offensive guys manipulating mm-hmm. from the rules they're giving. So the rules are going to always be behind. Yeah. The refs are going to always be behind. Mm-hmm. Because whatever move a player's working on right now, the first time they see it is in the game. So now... Like, either they're going to accept it in the first two, three months, or they're going to call in the first two months and then give it to you, like, later on. So all that's going to happen is they're going to try to be really strict in the first two, three months, and then it's back to normal. Because by the time that happened, we done adjusted to that new rule, too. Yeah, I'm telling you. (laughs) They done adjusted to that new rule. So the the players are faster. Like, whatever rule you are, you're going to have, look, okay, he can't do this. Oh, all right, we're going to. New rule. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, they're behind. There's yeah, really, it's, really and it's always going to be that way. It's <laughs> so. like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause <laughs> like, I just always think about like, who was the first person that did like a, a crossover between the legs step back? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, that started from somewhere. <laughs> the park I'm a guess yeah so, so you know what I mean? but that's where it all come yeah. from guys just being in the gym trying something trying something you get creative with something now when somebody do a new move it's you know the refs and everybody scratching their head like damn I don't, I don't is that a you know I'm gonna just call it a travel for now <laughs> just travel for now you know what I mean but I'm gonna just call it a travel yeah, for but now it's, it's just like you said it's like guys is just so creative and smart and we always gonna find a way to around whatever you know what I mean sure. See, you know, we're, we're different, like, the mindsets are different from the past. Like, if Michael Jordan was a guy who was looking at all the other players trying to figure out, now you have a whole league full of that. Yeah. Right? So, if you have a whole league full of guys who are trying to outsmart each other, and the, the youth... So what happens is you do a move, boom, boom, naturally. It's just a natural reaction move. And then the generation behind them will see it, mimic it, add their two little cents to it, their three little cents, so that by the time this kid gets to the NBA, he's a whole nother player mm-hmm. just from this one move of a player. So, like, if you look at somebody like LeBron, right, and 
this kind of hurts like somebody who's in a zone of their own game and they are not paying attention that like if you notice he still can't do uh, uh, the simple right left no no he can't do the left right euro step he, he can do the right left but when when he's on this side and he tries to do that one he wants to come back with he wants to come back so he usually travels because it wasn't in his when he was perfecting his skill he wasn't paying attention to you know Ginobili and them coming in with the Euro step and then now the athletic kids coming in with the Euro with the dunk like yeah. like he just now it's just now it's side steps with the yeah. Euro and you're sitting here like yeah. like I've never done a Euro in a game yeah. and so when it came in I just didn't I just like mm-hmm. ah, like yeah. I just didn't know how to like bring it out like yeah. I used to practice floaters and never did a floater I did yeah. one floater air ball never did it again really yeah, it did. Like, cause that's when, like, you know, the little guards is yeah. coming in yeah. and they throwing that up. I'm like, yeah. man, I need, to, I need to put that in my game. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I need to, I need yeah. to put that in. I need to get this little, this little Joe Johnson little, mm-hmm. this little no. Tony Parker little. Mm-hmm. It'll save me from getting my body hit all the time. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it just. It's like, man, I'm just gonna get to that rim. Today. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's crazy that he's like. I remember like Gil was the first one when he used to say the game winners do this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you got everybody taking it to a whole nother level, whole shooting nother. it, turning, turning all the way around. You know what I mean? Clapping hands like, and shit. But like it's you. like that, that's how creative these kids is. You sit and watch. You're going to sit and watch your favorite player and mm-hmm. want to do exact like that's how I was. Like mm-hmm. we were watching Kobe. I want to do everything Kobe did. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on post-ups and footwork and all that. That's, that's what was... That was where I started from. You know what I mean? It'd be different if I said, you know, I want to be Allen Iverson. You know what I mean? Now I'm working on the right to left crossover. But it's 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 the game is so accessible to the younger generation now than we ever had. Mm-hmm. So it gives them more of a creative mind to go out there and just be free and try something. Today is actually the 10th anniversary of when we're taping this episode of Kobe's Drew League game. Mm-hmm. You played in that game. What do you remember from that day, just that summer, just how, how crazy it was, how turned it was? I mean, for me, you know, I got a call from my dad. He was like, yo, come through to Drew. Kobe's about to come. I'm a big LeBron guy, so I'm like, uh. <laughs> if I'm like, I literally told him, like, I don't look back on that shit, I want to slap myself. Yeah. But I ended up bringing the camera up there, filmed a bunch of stuff, got the game winner, even had Kobe on the sideline. You did like a 360 in the game. Yeah. He was on the bench talking to Chris Young, the ghetto bird, literally just singing your praises. Like, mm-hmm. like Jamar shit, he just, he go to the penthouse, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you remember from that that day playing in the Drew? Um, I think it was like a last minute call getting guys together. Cause it was like a random day. Say Cole wanted to hoop. So all the guys that was in LA, for some reason, like I think we all just got a call saying we're gonna play today. Cole gonna come play. So we was like, all right, I don't know how this is going to work. We at the little gym at the park or whatever. Yeah. So they was like, get there earlier. So we, we all there. So Cole come, everybody going crazy. I'm talking about it was thousands of people even waiting outside that couldn't get in. And um, I just remember us going out there playing and, and him walking on the floor saying, um, he said something crazy. He always be talking shit crazy. <laughs> and he said something, but he was like, man, y'all better come play, come to play. So everybody came, like, we put out there, who, James, me, like, we were just going at it. And we, I remember a lot of us saying we was going to take turns with guarding them. 
and you could just tell he was. In, I don't know if he stretched in the car uh-huh. on the way there because <laughs> he just walked on the court. He didn't do nothing. Like got straight to it. Uh-huh. So we hooping, and I mean, it was a close game. I remember. I think they got footage of it. They was trying to make him leave early. Yeah, I got the that. Game. Yeah, cops go up to him yeah. like, cause y'all were big, y'all were up like eight with like a minute and a half or something. Or something. Yeah. It was something with like yo, this shit's over. Yeah, we like, was up and they was trying to get Kobe to leave, and he was like, nah, I'm finishing the game, mm-hmm. and he ends up <laughs> in the game winner, right? And he just stood in the middle of the floor, and it was just like, like. You can't make this up, you know what I mean? And it wasn't like we was trying to give him the game or mm-hmm. we were just trying to make it. Like, he really, it was like a real-life game. Like, it felt like he was playing in Staples Center, you know what I mean? But it was one of those moments when you look around and you see, like, like we smack dab in the hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, we in the hood. Like, everybody in here is from the hood, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? So, for him to hit the game when they're standing in the middle of the court, like, everybody run up to him, it was like, one of the craziest moments in the Drew League, you know what I mean? It was, it was, it was dope. I think was that the lockout year? Yeah, that was, was a lockout, lockout year. Yeah, it was, was wild though. Yeah. I'm interviewing people for the game, and like, yo, you here to see Kobe? Like, no, nah, we here to see Casper Ware. Like, we ain't, we ain't tripping. Yeah. On. So it was I'm, just like, what? A lot of, I think we only knew Colt was coming, yeah. coming to play. I didn't think, I thought everybody else knew, but we just knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, everybody didn't know. So when he came, it was like a shock. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but it was, it was one of those games that. It was it was it was definitely crazy. And when you look at obviously where the Drew League was at then, because I, I grew up in LA and back in the day the Joe Weekly run shooting dunk league. That yeah. was like the league my pops played in Reggie Theus, big name guys. They kind of had a negative view of the Drew League, but uh obviously Joe Weekly tragically passed away, the league kind of went away yeah. and the Drew moved to the forefront. But when you look at the Drew League now, 2021, 10 years later, just what do you think about that league and what it just says for LA Hoops culture? Man, I, I played I started playing Drew when I was fifteen. We played at middle school. It was three benches in there, hot ass middle school gym. It didn't have breakaway rims, none of that. It was just middle school. <laughs> so see it go from there to go to Washington Park. Everybody come there and play. I think Brian came there and play. Kobe. It was a lot of guys who came through there and play. Then some from the lockout year just took it to a whole nother level. And you see guys like come through there, NBA players in 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 you see their confidence get taken away from somebody from Watts. You know what I mean? And you look up here and be like, oh yeah, this ain't nothing to play with. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like it, becomes, it becomes such a ritual because for me, obviously being from LA, being a part of it, you know, you, you see the, the guys competing against NBA players that probably never made it and take it serious. And you see NBA players come in there and try to bullshit around and all that and, and get their ass handed to them. You know what I mean? So it becomes a whole respect thing that I'm glad to be a part of. And at the same time, you get to see the community who never get to see these players play. You know what I mean? You got kids in here. You see them up close. This is even better than NBA seats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, being that <laughs> like, shit, you being a kid, you sitting there, you just see it. You know what I mean? And like, that's the beauty of it for me, just being able to give give back that that motivation and inspiration to the to the younger generation just to be be confident on, on, on making it out seeing this up close in person you see it work it works in a few cities yeah. it works in la the dc area mm-hmm. and chicago because that's the hub of yeah. where all the athletes are coming from so when you have you know playing in the drew since you know you're 15 
when you make it to the NBA, you're going to come back to show yeah. them what you can yeah. do, yeah. right? So yeah. it's, it's one of those things. Then you got somebody there who's like, nah, I can bust it. Yeah. yeah. Like, because like, I remember I went, in, I went there, and I'm sitting there bullshitting, like, in the warm-up line. And then some just told me to look look around, and I seen just Frank Nitty just, yeah. just looking like, yeah. yeah, I'm about to get. So I'm yeah. like, oh, nah, you yeah. ain't about to do this yeah. to me. Yeah. I've been down this road, yeah. and I'm like, oh, he he's a go guy. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, let me, I gotta, I gotta come at him real hard. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you if you ask him, I'm on like one of his hardest matchups. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not, I'm get, yeah, no, can't. yeah, you I'm can't. just, I'm trying to score seventy on this dude. Because yeah. I can just see it in his yeah. eyes on the other side. He yeah. got that, like, ooh, nah, he ain't about to just embarrass me, bro. Don't want to be back. <laughs> you know, that, you know, shit, <laughs> that shit lasts now. Lasts. What you do now, it lasts. <laughs> I think it's about Valentine a couple years ago. And That's what like, I'm saying. It's that, like that clip still getting played. Yeah, I, I was at that game and I watched that game and it's like, yo, this this would have happened. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. this would have happened. And he's not the only one. You know, mm -hmm. he happened to plenty. You know, yeah, I, I I did get dunked on by somebody in the Drew League like real bad. But I told him, I said, hey, bro, listen, you just got different levels than I, oh, I do, yeah. bro. That was yeah. I was on the first floor. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the first floor. I don't yeah. know what level you went yeah. to. Like he like that just booed. Yep. Like, That's great. Yeah. It was nothing that I was going. I didn't actually think you can jump like that, but now I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't, and that'd be the crazy thing. You don't know. If you're not from here, you don't know a lot of them game. You don't know if this person can play or what, or if they just somebody that just came from their nine to five or what. Like, a lot of these really be. Where you going? Like, I, I remember, like, when I started, like, really, like, saying, dang, like, like, you really can't judge a book by its cover. It was Zach Levine. Mm -hmm. I went to the UCLA. Arizona game, right? Here. And I remember he's, he's in the layup line. And then I remember him because he's like, oh, shit, that's Gilbert Arenas, right? Like, I'm sitting, and then he's playing in the game, right? Shooting fast. I'm like, any kind of fast he can shoot? All right. So it was like, oh, man, it was like draft comes up. They was talking about a, a kid. It's like, man, do you see that kid workout from uh, UCLA? He can jump out the gym. And I was like, Oh, the bow legged dude number four. And it was, yeah, it was Yeah, like, it was like, no, 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 no. The the Levine guy. Levine guy? No, I said, no, he's bow legged. That's like, no, he's light skinned. You see a late light skinned? What do you mean jump? It was like, nah, you gotta see his workout, right? So I'm looking at his workout, it was like, did that kid jump like this? So I had to call, like, yo, hey, you want a light skinned dude? Like, he could jump? I was like, I don't know. So I had to send him. Yeah. And I was like, nah, he ain't doing yeah. that. It was like, because he never, he didn't show yeah. any yeah. athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't show no athleticism. He yeah. just run, shoot, score. I'm like, yeah. crazy. I was like, man, he would have caught me bad. Yeah, bad. <laughs> Especially what he got. He got a different flow. For real. So last thing I got to hit you on, man. Crazy story. You mind your business in the crib. You hear, you hear some noises going on. And it's literally an intruder. I guess mistaked your house for Kylie Jenner's crib. Like, what's going through your head? Obviously, I know you grew up in Compton. You've seen yeah. all types of shit in your life, but you're a grown man now. You in the man. league. You living good. You 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 got out of that kind of situation. What's going yeah. through your head? You see a, just a random dude chilling in your crib. So I I didn't see him. So I don't think I even told the story. But I was getting I was getting I was in my basement getting a tattoo. The lights in the house go off. Like everything go black. So I'm like, must have been a power outage mm -hmm. or something. So everything started coming back on. TV started coming back on. Lights started coming back on. So 
my kids was upstairs. So I called my, uh, my daughter, make sure she was all right. I'm like, y'all good? It's like, yeah, you good. I'll take a shower, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm finished getting, getting tatted. So stuff's still coming on in the house. Like, you hear the clock come on. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I hear something, like, open. Like, it was like something, like a sensor go off. So I'm just thinking everything come back on. So finishing the tattoo, finishing the tattoo. Probably like 10 minutes later, I hear my daughter scream. So I'm like, what the f-? So I stop, I run upstairs. Dude running down the other stairs. So I'm going after him. He go back out through the door, running, taking off. So at this point, once he get outside, I'm I'm like, damn, I can catch him, but I ain't going to catch him <laughs> because I don't know if it's somebody else in the house. Mm-hmm. Left my kids in the house, so I go back in the house. I'm searching around the house. I tell him go in the basement because I was like, I know nobody else was in the basement. Go in the basement, tattoo dude. I'm searching around the house like I'm Rambo in the <laughs> You know what I mean? But it was crazy because dude hit the circuit box. That's why the lights went off in the house. Wow. So the lights would all because he hit the he uh-huh. went on the side of the house, hit hit the um, hit the lights off, and I was just like it was just one of those things to where it was like, like, yo, if I was if if he would have finished my tattoo two minutes earlier, you know what I mean? I would have I would have had him, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was just crazy, and I was just more mad, like damn, like you you this crazy, you know what I mean? Like, but at the same time, just like my mom said, it's like. I'm glad I didn't catch him because who knows what would have happened after that. You know what I mean? And the crazy thing, he leaves. He leaves. So I had all my cousins come to the house. I got like half a company in my house, right? <laughs> How long is it from now that you put and the bar off? They probably like, and they stay far and I okay. stay way out. They probably was at my house like 25 minutes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they, everybody at my house. So I'm like, man, ain't no way I'm about to be able to sleep. This dude out here. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the video. I got the video. And him and all this shit. I'm like, man, they ain't catching him. I'm contemplating, like, I'm just about to put this shit on Instagram. Like, if y'all see him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, cause I was I was hot. So a couple hours later, go by, I get a call saying they catch the dude trying to come back into the neighborhood. Telling the front gate he was going to Kylie's house. Same dude. Same dude. Same dude. Couple hours later, <laughs> try to come back, bro. I say, yo, these like people is crazy. Like people crazy. Like you like you must have a death wish. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You doing this, but it was just it was one of those moments like like this shit ain't never happened in Compton. This shit <laughs> happened like you move away from everything. <laughs> you move away from everything. Shit, this shit. You know what I mean? But it was it was it, it for sure was a uh, a crazy. That's, it was, yeah, that's it was, different. It was, like, it was yeah. crazy. It was crazy. Crazy. What's up, man? I be I be in my house digging somebody's. I just stay in the room. Yeah, nigga, like all the door. I ain't, bro. Like, yeah, you got to. You just don't ran, the thing. Rambo for me. I'm locking the door. It's, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's I turn the lights off and on. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turn the push button. on off, on it's, off. Like, run, bro. Because there be sometimes I wake up in the morning and my front door is wide open. Really? So I be like, dang, do I lock it? Then <laughs> the kids, them, the kids don't lock the door. Yeah. Were they outside? Like, like I be yeah. just like, damn, somebody probably just yeah. sleeping in. This Somehow, somewhere, somewhere. yeah, yeah <laughs> that'd be like my worst fear that I just yeah, bro. somebody crazy. else sitting there with me and I just didn't yeah. know it. Not for sure. Yeah, for real. Not you be hearing crazy. creaks like, 
wherever I'm at, hotel, whatever. I heard them freaks. Man, it's crazy. I got a funny story. So after this after that happened, it was before this this past season. So I'm in San Antonio. I'm near by myself. I'm hearing shit in the middle of the night, like sound like dressers closing, right? Like somebody going through stuff. So I'm like, I'm like, what the is this? I know ain't nobody here, right? Two nights, two nights later, same thing. Sound like somebody in here. So I'm like, man, what the I need a gun, all this shit in here, mm-hmm. right? Come to find out, it was raccoons <laughs> opening and closing. <laughs> <laughs> it was raccoons upstairs going through shit, coming through the attic, going through shit, bro. Uh, for I real? Said, Oh my god, that would freak me out. <laughs> that was the shit scared me more. Yeah, that would freak me out. Though. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Hope you don't do none of that in Chicago, <laughs> yeah, man. We, not, we yeah. wish you all the best this season. We appreciate you coming through and stopping by on No Chill with Gilbert Arenas, and best of luck this season. Thank you, thank you.